0: Basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. Oh,
1: baby. Ooh. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to In the Back of the Class NBA Podcast. I'm your boy, A-Love.
0: Yo, and it's easy.
1: Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Um, As you probably found out, uh, we didn't release a a new episode last week. Just, uh, we'll say, in honor of Thanksgiving. We'll put it at that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, um, it's good to be back. Putting out another episode for you folks. Um, you can, we as we always say, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, hit us up on Facebook. And now um, we should have a bunch of segments up sometime this week on our new YouTube channel. So that's going to be pretty exciting. Who, who knows? Maybe one day we might um, record these uh, on video while we're recording them for the podcast. And you guys get to see our faces that are made for radio (laughs) cool man so easy how how was your week man
0: it was all right man i really didn't i really don't do much in life anymore man just Ah. pour
1: drinks and play games oh yeah oh yeah Uh, sounds sounds like a pretty good uh life if you ask me yeah yeah it's all right (laughs) (laughs) that's cool bro um week was pretty good, man. Week was pretty good. I can't complain. You know, it felt so weird not uh recording uh last week, but it was nice break. Um it was really awesome seeing um the family and you know after seeing the family it was really awesome to see the family go home. Right. So uh, you know, it's all <laughs> good. And so we're back live. Um let's I tell you what, man, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, there's a few topics we want to cover, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw this first one at you. Are you uh, ready? Yeah, yeah. What's up? All right. Let's do it. Yo, easy. Okay, Um. so as everyone is aware by now when they listen to this, the Bulls have fired Fred Hoiberg. After a 5-19 and mm. start to the season, they let him go. Easy, you being a resident of Chicago, I want to ask you how is this going over in the city of in the city of Chicago, and also, uh, do you personally feel like this was the right decision?
0: Well, um, I just well, it it came out like a couple hours ago, and I just woke up uh, (laughs) not too long ago, so I haven't really got a chance to speak to anybody in Chicago yet. Uh, To be honest with you. Especially like within a lot of the people that I know out here, they're not really Bulls fans mm-hmm. right now. You know, so a lot of them Golden State, um, a lot of them Golden State, uh, Oklahoma, different fans. Even my girlfriend, she she says GSW. You uh. know I mean? And I and I tell them all, uh, don't hop back on the Bulls when they become good when they become good in the next ten to fifteen years. But. Um, <laughs>
1: You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna police that too. You're gonna make sure you I'm take my, it out. I gotta <laughs> Yeah, so um uh, to be honest with the
0: firing, uh I think they actually really took their time with this one. It could have happened a long time ago, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. Uh you gotta think he clashed for all of his stars, you know. I think I know him and Jimmy Butler didn't see heads, you know, Derek, I think him and Derrick Rose and Joe like the team Got progressively worse once he became head coach, and mm-hmm. he hasn't won anything. So true in the East. So, yeah. I, so yeah,
1: I'm I'm not mad at it, you
0: know. Hmm.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. Good point. You're right. That's uh, you know, he had Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler, Paul Gasol, and Nikola Mirotic. Um, yeah, Wade Rondo. Wade point. Rondo. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, he uh, this was his third season with the Bulls, and he has a record of 115 wins with 155 losses. That's uh, apparently fifth most by coach in Bulls franchise history, so definitely not a great career. Um, but interesting note, um, Fred Hoiberg comes from Iowa State. You know, he had five seasons uh, with Iowa State before joining the Bulls. And he had a 115 and 56 record with uh, four straight NCAA tournament appearances and back-to-back Big 12 tournament titles. But what's interesting about that um is that Fred wasn't the first former Iowa State coach to coach the Bulls. Hmm. In fact, it was Tim Floyd uh who went forty-nine and 190 with the Bulls. So let's just say I, I don't think the Bulls are going to be hiring any more coaches from <laughs> Iowa State. Uh, I think the college game is called a
0: Floyd back, a uh, Fred back. I think yeah. so. I it think might be so. Iowa State because we, uh, Iowa yeah. State might need to get their boy back. So
1: yeah, they might need to, man. But could you imagine being the guy that took over for Fred Hoiberg? And, you know, he goes to the NBA, um, fails. I guess say fail, like, you know, whatever, fails. And all of a sudden, he makes a call like, hey, I want my old job back. Um That's got to be like, what the hell, man? you messing up for the both of us, you know? We got this good Fair job, and I, They're coming back. <laughs> I, I wonder, man, who is, who is the coach of uh, Iowa State now and, what he's done since Fred's left. Let's see here. Um, I'm gonna look it up real fast. I don't know, that'd
0: be pretty funny though. Fred uh calls the coach up and be like, Hey, thanks for keeping my
1: seat warm. You know, I gave it a try and uh it didn't work out. Well, you know, I was staying not doing too bad They're six and one right now in the Big Twelve. Um but let's get off of college basketball. This is an NBA podcast, but but, yeah, so so basically, easy. What you're a lifelong Kobe fan that lives in Chicago but identifies as a Roderick, Brooklyn Nets fan um, that hates the Bulls. Would you say you hate the Bulls or do you
0: feel uh, I would, It would be safe to say that I hate all Chicago teams. Hates all uh, Chicago teams. <laughs> yes, I hate all Chicago teams. I love the city. Mm -hmm. But I do not root for Chicago teams. I guess it's the St. Louis Chicago rivalry.
1: Uh, Interesting. Interesting. We might have to, you know, we might have to come up with a segment in the future where we send you out on the streets of Chicago and interview folks about things that's going on with the Bulls. Um, And also, what would make it really interesting is you could tell them how you feel about their teams. For real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) trying to keep that silent a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> let like get a couple beers in me. I speak my mind. It might be for the best. Might be for the best. Oh man! So uh, what, what else we got, Easy? Yo, Easy. Okay, man. So last Thursday, the Raptors beat the Curryless Golden State Warriors one thirty-one to one twenty-eight in overtime. Kevin Durant finished with 51 points for Golden State and Kawhi Leonard finished with 37 points for Toronto. My question to you, Easy, is this a finals preview? Uh, I
0: believe Golden. I I I mean, I'm I wanna say I'm what 85% sure that Golden State's gonna be there. I don't know about I don't know about Toronto. Mm. Uh, they might. It's a possibility, but I, I mean, Philly's comp. Uh, I don't. I don't believe Milwaukee's is gonna be there, but uh, Philly's comp, and I think Boston is gonna get better and better throughout the season. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm still putting my my uh, my money on Boston
1: to make it Ooh. to the final. So I'm gonna stay in Boston. But well, let me ask you this: Do you think it's more so? that it's because it's Boston that that's going to be the finals or is it um, something that the Raptors are missing or the makeup of the Raptors that they won't make it to the finals? I think it's Boston. Mm. Boston
0: is too deep. And I think that's kind of what the problem is now, you know, getting Kyrie and Hayward back mm. into the swing of things. And then you got, you know, all the talent they have on that team. They're just too deep. And uh. And I think they got the better coach too, so uh, I just yeah I believe it's gonna be Boston and Golden State and man Golden State AKA Defro AKA
1: Thanos <laughs> <laughs> yeah AKA the Monstars, so. yeah I I feel I feel like that man <laughs> I feel like that we, we, you know I will I need to say this first um Boston we keep talking about Boston getting the swing things and they are on a three game win streak uh hopefully we can see him keep that up but uh I mean man you know we're we're 23 games into the season um is the hope I, I just hope to see Boston move forward and not fall back again uh, and you know kind of like <clears throat> my Lakers seem to be doing a lot uh I say my Lakers that well, feels so weird um I don't even know they're my Lakers I don't we'll want them to be my Lakers well- Let's say my Lebron. <laughs> Le-
0: sick, How about this, Le Anthony? How about this? We'll call you Le. Like? <laughs> you got Shannon. You, you got Le Anthony.
1: <laughs> oh no! Oh man! It's oh, a. I feel like Dwight Howard. No, stop! Um, <laughs> let's see. You know, man. I, I totally agree with you about Golden uh, Golden State, man. I, I'm not worried about Golden State. Like Golden State, they will make it into uh, the finals. They will be in the finals. Whatever problems they're going on, they've been doing this too long. They got too many superstars that they're going to find a way to get into the finals. Uh, I'm just hoping it's a fun, you know, way to the finals, um, entertaining way to the finals. But, man, I I think that, you know, the Raptors might be a better team than um, even Boston when they do get right, man if mm-hmm. they do get right. I just really like how this team has come together, how how they how they how they're mesh in, and um uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh it's hard to gauge off this game, you know, um of who's better between the Warriors and, and the Raptors because I mean the Warriors did not have Curry and but they were still able to take the Raptors into overtime. Um and and then when you look at it, KD put up fifty one.
0: Fifty one. Kawhi is gonna to have to guard KD, and I mean, you saw that shot. That that is unguardable. You can't you guard can. You can't. So, and I, I mean, but Kawhi is gonna to have to go gonna to have to guard somebody. And Golden State. Golden State I mean, who is he gonna guard? You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. Murray, Clay, KD, and then that's gonna take away from his offensive end. So hmm. it's gonna be I interesting.
1: Well, I tell you what—we're gonna see because they're playing again um, on December 12th, and this will be at Golden State. Curry's back now. Hopefully, stays healthy. Hopefully, everybody's healthy, and we can see uh, uh, see how this is gonna look. Because that is a great question, man. How, what 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 are the matchups when everybody is there?
0: Right. Let me ask you this: because uh, obviously, you got Golden State and Toronto. So, how do you see that series
1: playing out? if if it was uh, well hmm that's um interesting so uh, it's 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 hard to pick against um golden state right like we just talked about it's hard to pick against them so i'm gonna approach this like um how can the Ra- how would it play how would it work if it was to play out how i would like to see it play out which would be um <clears throat> toronto beating golden state um, you know, of course, you put Kawhi <laughs> on uh, Durant. Um, also, you have um, you know uh, Danny Green, um, who isn't bad defensively. You know, um, and he's a he's a, a, a three and D guy. Um, Valachunas he gives you height and he can step out, uh, hit hit the three. The, the team all around, man. I, I'm real. I'm, I'm just looking at the uh, I'm looking at the lineup right now and. I truly think taking this, taking their lineup and their players that they have, they 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 seem to have enough depth that they can keep. I think they'll be able to keep up with the Warriors defensively, and in a, in a four-game series. I, I I honestly, if they matched up everybody healthy, I can see this going to at least six games. Mm. You know, I could see it going six games. You think um, they could be the 0-4 Pistons. The 03 and 04 Pistons, uh, keep in mind, though, they have more – better superstars than the Pistons had. Pistons didn't have a superstar.
0: No, so, they That's
1: true. You know, what the Pistons, the part was that they played great defense and in an era that they were still allowed to play great defense. You know, you get what I'm saying? Like, right. they were able to be more physical back then to play that great defense. Uh, This team right here, um, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Kyle Lowry, Danny Green, um, uh, Sikam, Pascal Sikam. I I always miss all these foreign players coming into the league. I need to get better on my foreign pronunciation. I'm working on it, (laughs) doing it. But, you know, that man had 26 the other night. Um, He's been playing pretty good ball. Um, uh, Abaka, huge pickup, man. You know, This would be a great game, man. I think it would be a great series. Um, But like you said, they got to get out the East. And though Boston is having all their problems, if they run into Boston on their way to the finals in that East playoffs, um, that Brad Stevens, man, he gets a lot of weight to uh, to overcome. So uh, I, I would see the series playing out in six games. Right now, I would give the edge to the Warriors, but definitely a six-game series, a, a very entertaining I series. Know. Yeah, well, what about you? You sound like it might be a sweep or something. I, uh, oh, yeah. Well, i put
0: it I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like, well, no, nah, uh, I'll say this. I believe Toronto can get one or two games off of them. I think Boston can get one or two games off of them, but uh-huh. that's it. That's it. I, 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 uh, that's it. I think oh, I'm gonna pick up. they're gonna come together and form their evil powers and <laughs> take over. Like after one or two losses, and it's over. So
1: it sucks, man. It sucks. It sucks. But you're right. How do you pick against that? But it- see,
0: this is this is the beauty of the NBA because it's like we watch to see if they can lose. Like it was like mm. the Lakers back in the, like the 0-3 or four Lakers. It's like we well, mm. hang out. All these Hall of Fame players, and we just wanted to see them lose, and that's what mm-hmm. happened.
1: So, dang, see them lose, and it happened. So, well, well some of us wanted to see them lose. So, <laughs> 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 but no, man, you summed up the NBA right, man. And I, you know what? And I hate to get deep, but um, is that American, is that American, um, you know, is that American sports, um, professional sports? summed up for the average fan. The average Pretty fan, much. do we tune in to watch the greats lose as opposed tuning in to watch the greats be great? I mm-hmm. think America
0: like to see the underdog win.
1: Right. We say we it's
0: do. a sports situation. It's mm-hmm. a sport situation. So, uh, yeah, the, they like to see the underdog win. So I think we go to state everybody, you know, um, everybody's – we're all saying they're going to win, they're going to win. We just love to see somebody oppose that and cause them a threat. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to happen,
1: so. <laughs> so, yeah, wh- why are we even – why are we even talking about this? <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> so, what else you got on your
0: uh, your cooker? Uh, I've been looking, uh, you know, at sports news or whatever, and I've been seeing Doc Rivers on this mm-hmm. press run talking about the Clippers, and I was looking at the standing, and as of right now, they're
1: currently tied for number one in the East with our adopted team. Mm. Or our previously adopted team. Our previously adopted team. But we might need to discuss that, too. um, Another show, re-adoption. But go go ahead, man. Sorry. As of right now, the Clippers are the
0: number one seed in the West, and my question to you is, are the Clippers for real? Do you see them being even a playoff team in that tough Western conference? Or is just the first half? Oh
1: wow. Wow. Are the Clippers for real? And how, how how is this? How are the Clippers number one in the West? How are they doing this? You know, they don't shoot a lot of threes. Uh the 27th. Team out of 30 and uh, three pointers made. They have no superstars, you know, like we were just talking. Right. They have no superstars. You know, you need superstars. The only team that didn't really have no superstars to make the run they made were the Detroit Pistons of 04 and whatever. <laughs> um. So, how are they doing this? You know, um, Doc Rivers, you say you've been seeing Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is a great coach, poor front office guy. But great quote, right. you know, <laughs> is he the secret, you know. Um, Lou Williams told Vice Sports recently, um, how are they you know, in, in response to the question of how 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 you know basically asking, what we're asking, how are you guys in first place in the West? And he said, Quote, We just hoop, bro. They're just out there <laughs> hooping. And that's all good when you're in the NBA where you have um, A lot of scoring, inflated scoring, everybody's scoring 50 points. That's cool. Just go out there and hoop. But Mm -hmm. if the question is, are they for real? Assuming real means, are they a threat to win the West or everything for that matter? I say no. Because when you get into the playoffs, all of that's going to be exposed. So will they make the playoffs? Possibly. Will they have a number one seed going into the playoffs? Nope. And when, if they do make the playoffs, will they run to the championship? No, not at all. You have to have superstars, man. This team really has not one superstar. Um, so, well, I, I don't know. The question, the, what
0: I'm looking at is, are they the anomaly? Can they be that team? Because when you look at them, you have Avery Bradley, Patrick Bradley, um, I was I forget my man's name at the center, Harrell. Oh um, yeah, uh Montrez hero Yeah, yeah, Montrez. Uh the great defenders. Mm. Especially when you talk about Avery Bradley and yeah, yeah. you say one of the top, you know, top for defenders in the league. And then Tobias Harris he's coming along, and then G- Gallinari, he's coming along, and then the best player, the best player offensively is the six man Lou Williams. Mm. So, do I think that for real? I don't you know what? I would like to. I believe that. Nah, let me take that back. I was, <laughs> Put it out there. Put it out there, easy. Put it out like, there for the people. Nah, because <laughs> I just thought, you know, I was thinking of all the Western Conference team that came across the state. And then just, uh, like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the state. But uh, I, I would like to see the Clippers win, you know? being um the ugly stepchild sister of LA you know um i like to see the clippers win but
1: that that's what i'm saying it's like that's how that's how superficial LA is you know and maybe this is the indictment of all of us because LA they obviously have a better record they're number 1 in the west better record than the lakers but more people show up to the lakers games still
0: right <laughs> in the same building
1: in the same <laughs> Building, <laughs> I mean, what uh, yeah, okay. Um, but man, you know, you definitely read off uh, some good names, especially in that uh, backcourt, man. But I think some of the concern is uh, health, you know, um, with Avery Bradley, um, Patrick Beverly has dealt with a couple of health issues in the last couple of years. Um, I really like Denilo. Gallinari, man, I always liked him. I thought when the Knicks that year, the Knicks had picked up Carmelo, um, they were doing really good with Gallinari, who was a young player at the time, and Wilson Chandler, and oh man, they had a whole bunch of names on the team. Their team was doing really good, and they blew it up and got Carmelo. Um, yeah. So, but anyway, the point is, is that yeah, they. No nah, man, they're they they're not they're not they're not for real. Especially if they're not shooting threes, um, it's no nah, man. I I I don't I don't like it. But what Dang. they remind me of is that 2014 to 15 Hawks team. Remember them? They finished number one in the East, and yeah. but I feel like we all knew how it was going to end, and sure enough, it ended with a uh, getting swept by the LeBron Cavaliers in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. LeBron um, and Kyrie Cavaliers. Little LeBron Cavill. Little <laughs> <laughs> LeBron <camera>. uh, <laughs> uh, Anyway, they got swept. I don't even see this team making it that far, you know, first round exit.
0: But I, You know what? I'll put it like – I mean, because they're a defensive team in the era where all the rules and everything is geared towards offense. So, it's going to be hard for them to, mm-hmm. to, to be that – to be where they are at the end of the season but I would like to see it and hopefully they kind of they kind of change what is really you know they, they they be that change you know the yeah but they can be that dark horse I like
1: to see them be that dark horse that would be cool but probability don't see it happening nah, I would go to the
0: state I would go to state. Damn, I ahead. think they can beat some teams out there in the West. In a seven-game series, I think they could beat some of them teams out there in the West. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what we talk? was the same way we talk about Brad Stevens. We, I mean, we got we almost got to get the same credit to Doc, right? Right. Um. I mean, going into a playoff series, that's got to be a an advantage. Uh. But then it gets hard for me because Doc had Chris Paul. Um. Blake. Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Jordan. he had a deep score. That's kind of what what I was getting at when, you know, him being a poor front office guy. I remember a few years ago, right when they first put that whole band together, that coming into that year, Doc Rivers inherited a team that was probably one of the deepest in the NBA, even more so than um, the Golden State Warriors. Right? Um, You know, it was a deep team. And it just phew, he was partly for some deals that he did. And uh, you know, part of the reason is some players had to, you know, develop the game a little bit more. But so that's what kind of, you know, tarnishes the doc um legacy for me. But hmm, well, what else awesome
0: like You know what? And maybe this is what it is. He got rid of the egos. Hmm. Chris wow. Paul, Blake, DeAndre. He even traded his own baby boy. Which he should have traded a long time ago. That's true. He should have never got him. But he even traded his own baby boy. And, <laughs> and, and when you look at it, now he just has players. Like we said, we just go hoop. We just like, go hoop. They play better as a team. Maybe that's what it is. Because when you think of Boston, when you had them Boston teams, all they – you know KG, they were in their what going to their mid thirties. They just want mm-hmm. to win, you know, right? So all the egos, they were past their primes. All their egos pushed to the side. They just want to win. So right. until you know Rondo got bigger and bigger, you know he kind of became Rajon that we know now today. But the,
1: the um, Rajon of the day, the yeah, so
0: I think that's what it is, and I hopefully you know Doc got the, a team he can work with. He got defenders and. Um, he got a, a a team per se outside of just having stores.
1: So, right, I like I, to still do that dark horse. I I feel like you know they entered the season thinking that they, they were going to be in that Zion, uh, sweepstakes. Bring Zion to L.A. Oh, we got a a guy. Um, and, and, on, let me ask you this easy: you 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 probably know this better than I. Why are we calling you know next year, um, the Zion sweepstakes? when R.J. Barrett on that team is pretty good himself. So is it just hands down that Zion's going to be number one no matter what? Or is there is that is that up for debate that R.J. Uh, might be?
0: Zion sells tickets.
1: Okay, there we go. That's yep. that's what it is. He sells tickets. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. It's like Trey
0: Young. Yep. He sells tickets. So yep. uh, I think that's what it is. So the yeah. Team they get Zion, they're they're gonna sell tickets.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like um I feel like that you hit it right on the head with that, the ticket sellers. But yeah. the Clippers going into the season thinking, oh we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna have a long season, yeah, blah blah blah. Uh, but we're gonna get Zion. Now they then messed up, screwed up, got out the Zion sweepstakes only <laughs> to be possibly Middle of the pack team. But who knows? We will see. Speaking of coming out of, uh you know, of the West and the conference, for that matter, I know a team that is playing really well right now and that I think you might really enjoy seeing them come out the East. So let me throw this at you. All right. Easy. easy. What's up? Easy. Yo, boy, Jimmy Bucket Jimmy has Bucket. found him a home. The Philadelphia 76ers are currently sitting third in the East on a four-game win streak. In fact, they have won eight of the last ten games. Will they be the team to come out the East easy? Is this it? I know you've been saying Boston, but – What about your boy Jimmy Buckets in the 76ers? Can they give them a run?
0: They can. Just for the fact – I mean, because I believe Jimmy Butler's a star. And and he's been proving it since he got there, his impact. The Mm -hmm. 8-2, you know. um, And I think uh, you have the debate, Boston, Toronto. Then you can put Philly right up under them. I don't think Milwaukee is – it's right there with them yet, you know. Wow, I yeah, I don't think so, but uh, I think I think Philly's the third best team in the East, so I believe they can make a run for it, and I would like to see them make a run, and I like to see them. That'd be the team I like to see beat. Um, the Golden State Warriors is the Ooh. Philadelphia
1: Seven Sixes. My got Jimmy Buckets. Do you, Do you think they would have a better chance of beating Golden State than the Raptors? No.
0: <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Not I mean, I don't have faith in Ben Simmons, to be honest with you. Ah. Uh, they said the last time um, Ben Simmons made a three. Oh, here we go. In a competitive <laughs> game. <laughs> I'll put it like this: it's been a long time. It's been a very long time. <laughs> so, I, I
1: feel yeah. like I hear a Ben Simmons hasn't shot or made a three uh stat every week, man. Like from, <laughs> not just you, but everybody. You know, last time Ben Simmons made a three, <laughs> I didn't have any <laughs> yeah, <you> know. <laughs> like what? Oh man, hey, oh man. There's there's a couple things, man. I, I first of all, I, I well, we're gonna come back to this Milwaukee thing because several times you have just sharted on the Bucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, let's talk about your boy Butler in the Seventy Six. Okay. Do you know Butler is shoot, shooting 45% from the three since being in Philly? Man, that, that, that shows me this is awesome for him, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, to, like I've been saying, he's – I mean, you can argue him and Kawhi, but they're the two best two-way players in the league, you know? And wow. I think under them you had Paul Joys and such and such under them, but – him and Kawhi, you can argue are the two best two way players in league, and you can see the yeah. impact that Jimmy buckets has on the on the organization. They come there, mm-hmm. they start winning, just like we did
1: last year. man, that is a great point. That is a great point, brother. You know, you can always they say you can always judge the um, the impact of an individual on how that um, franchise or that business or anything is when they arrive and when they leave you know um and so that I never thought about that but yeah Jimmy Butler everywhere he's gone it's been positive impact from him arriving um that is great you know Joel Embiid uh making a um run for the MVP is not bad either you know he's averaging 27 points 13 rebounds and um Three but, I, I, I wouldn't give him MVP because the question
0: is, is he the MVP of that team when it's Jimmy Butler that comes there and now they're eight and two like mm. in the last 10 game. So mm. I want mm-hmm. Jimmy Buck is my MVP. I'm saying it now. <laughs> Jimmy but <laughs> not of the league. Easy, come on, not man. You saying nah, the league? You saying you of the team? Right? Not of the league. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Not we'll see, yet. We'll see, we'll, see, we'll see how it goes. Dang. Uh, and, but um, and when you look at it, Wiggins was he lying about Wiggins and Towns? Oh no, it's exposed. It's out there. It's out there. Wiggins has been shooting horrible. And I mean, even though Towns has put up numbers, but um, but I mean, I mean, you've seen the highlights of Car and Towns trying
1: to pass oh, man him right now. Oh it's man, like,
0: it's like he's the reincarnated Roy Hibbert.
1: Oh, don't Post do Roy. <laughs> don't do Roy. Man, me stop. Roy was a black belt. So, we We don't wake that up. I don't want that. I don't want that smoke, Roy. Nah, man. Nah, man. You know, you we're going to have to look at that. Everybody tune in to the next episode when we break down who is the MVP of the 76ers cuz that is a great question to ask. Who who who, who has, would be their MVP? Oh man, I'm uh so we can put that on the dock and discuss later. But I got to move back to uh, the Bucks, man. What do you have against the Bucks? Easy. Do, we talk about two teams, you know. Not even talking about the Bucks, but somehow you found a way to drag it that the Bucks <laughs> are not the real deal. I, I think Giannis
0: is the real deal, but okay. The question is the team. Like, I mean, are we really trying to make Brook Lopez a stretch five, or are we just is, are we like I don't I don't see them. I, I put it like this. I think they're a great team. I think they're a good team. Uh-huh. I don't. I think in a seven game series, they're not beating Philly. Um, they're not beating Philly, Toronto, or uh, Boston in seven games. Man. And I think when the playoffs come, I mean seven games, you I mean you can key in on, on what they do best. And I think um I I just think you know that's I think that's the
1: weaker of the top twenty out of the top teams in the east. Oh man. We're gonna have to I think that's another segment. We're gonna have to break down the uh the east top teams in the east because I feel like the Bucks I don't know man, I got a little I got a little bit more faith in the Bucks than you, but we can definitely talk about that. Another show. Okay. Um what about two-way players though? You barf something. You know, uh I agree Jimmy Butler is probably uh the second best two-way player with Kawhi being uh number 1. Um and but you can make the argument they can be uh interchangeable definitely. Definitely top two-way players. Um what's interesting is that, you know, LeBron James was probably one of the first really really great two way players. Paul, oh, uh, Lebron, Le- Lebron James. Yeah, he's oh, not oh, he's no, not so a two-way. he's not a two way player no more. That's what I was. Oh, All right.
0: So are we gonna? Wait. You said one of the first. So we're gonna skip past uh, Kobe. We're gonna skip past Michael Jeffrey Jordan. We're gonna sk- Alvin Robertson, <laughs> Sidney Moncrief. Are we two way players like we, Lebron was the first
1: one the first truly great so I don't see Jordan and Kobe as two way players. They were they were great at defense, but how I define a two-way player is a player that will guard the best player on the other team regardless of position.
0: Uh, uh, say we're gonna have to get into that debate because we said garlic regardless of position, but mm-hmm. have we ever really seen LeBron guard a four or a five? Yes, I've never seen. Him. Well, because the question I have is when Dwight yes. Howard was going off on, uh
1: did they put LeBron on him? Do you remember, uh, what? Dwight Howard, the, the Magic, the way the Magic beat, um, the Cavs that year? It was, uh, it wasn't Dwight Howard it wasn't the tipping point. Remember, it was really how, uh. The, the Spurs and the Warriors really made famous with less movement, but more so of a, uh, a spread them out, swing ball quickly, hit open shots. That was the year of Turkaloo. Remember, Turkaloo was killing. And and all them guys were doing um, Rashad, uh, Rashad, Rashad Lewis. Rashad Lewis, yeah, you yeah. had Jameer all, Nelson. Jameer, all them cats were killing by, by spreading the calves out and hitting threes. But that's it that's what beat with Dwight Howard
0: because Dwight Howard was a mismatch, and so you when Dwight when they gave the ball to the to the post to Dwight, mm-hmm. Dwight would kick it out, and then that's when you swing the ball. So really, are you saying LeBron's defensive claim to fame is Heedle Turkaloo? No,
1: no, 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 no. Because the the reason they won was not one player. That that team was really predicated. Their success was predicated on that ball movement, spread people out, and ball movement to the outside. Yeah, pound it into white, get the defense to collapse. You know, a lot of um, kickouts and open shots and these ball movements that we see a lot of, especially in today's game, are drive and kicks. Drive from the outside, get in the hole, make the defense collapse. But that team perhaps was maybe one of the last teams that would go inside out. And then when it got to the outside, that's when it came to that quick ball rotation to get to the open shots and them guys weren't missing the shot. Um, a lot of adjustments throughout the NBA series are made, you know, like you got when you got seven games, you have like seven games, you make adjustments on the fly. To put LeBron James on Dwight Howard to shut down Le- Dwight Howard would not have won that series. That series. And
0: LeBron guard of Dwight Howard. That's the question. that's really the question. Lebron cannot guard the White House. Lebron can't guard uh, a Paul Gasol. He couldn't guard Tim Duncan. He couldn't guard like I mean, you see him Tiagos Stephen A. Tiagos like we've seen yes. that. You know, we see him face front Paul Gasol, but you're not putting Lebron. On a pause, saw. you're not putting him on. You're not putting him on a boogie. You're not putting him on an AD. You're not. You're not putting him on a big. You're not seeing him
1: go on a four or five. Okay, so, a legit four or so five. So we have. I have to. I have to kind of make sure we're speaking in the same realms. Are we talking? Okay. So we're talking about because right now we both agree that LeBron James is no longer a two way player, and for real, you can make the argument he has not been a two way player for at least the last three, maybe four seasons, at least his time in Cleveland, I don't recall, perhaps maybe his first year, maybe, um, him being a two way player. Um so I so I just want to make sure we we're talking about LeBron James at his basically, you know, peak at, at, at his peak. Okay. At his peak. any okay. okay, so uh there's a couple of times, right, where LeBron James would go in guard um Tim Duncan, um LeBron James would, you know, it, it's hard, it's hard to say because also here's the deal, how many times has a center, when was the last time a center or a a, a forward been the actual you know go to guy that's winning a series? Who who was the last center or forward that has been the guy that Okay, we're going to win and lose off of this guy. You know, when was the last time that that has happened? I I cannot remember since maybe it had to be Shaq, brother. I can't think of nobody else coming in line right now.
0: That they're going to win a championship off off of center, center.
1: where the offense was ran through that center. And I'm talking about championship teams.
0: Well, LeBron came in '03, so with um, O three, oh four. So within what that seven-year span, who? Um, let me see. Well, and I'm well. Well, let's go to let's go to what you said last three, four years. So let's go to what 13, 14.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: um, I mean, you had Paul Gasol, you had KG, you had um, Tim Duncan. Um, and I'm pretty sure I can come up with more big names. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus Gasol came along. Um, but
1: but you see, but you see the difference is is that Tim Duncan wasn't the guy that drove the Spurs to the championships. I'm not saying he wasn't a Hall of Fan, he wasn't important. I'm saying that the Spurs won those championships based on the ability of those superstars to play great inside of that system. That system won those championships um more so than them guys. What I'm talking about is like you know, like for instance, if we was playing the Lakers back then, and it was Kobe Bryant. You know, you know, you know, if you take away Kobe, they're gonna struggle, right? If I feel like if I take away Tim Duncan, they're still, you know, um, gen- not not even the individual, but the team, the team um, machine would still make them a tough beat, you know, and and you would say, oh, they could still. I don't. To be honest with the San Antonio
0: Spurs. Uh, I don't believe that. If you take out Tim Duncan, they're still gonna win. I don't necessarily believe that because I mean, Tim Duncan was still what the twenty and ten machine, twenty something and ten machine that he was. You know what I'm saying? And still don't I don't believe that. I mean, Tim Duncan in the post was one of the best post players of mm-hmm. all time. So, yeah, and that was Tim Duncan during his prime within the the
1: mid the what the mid two thousands. Yep. So interesting. Interesting. We can. I think we should leave that for the for the LeBron Jordan. We day, will we will you know. leave that one out there for the people. We'll let them um soak in that. Oh man, what what, what else you got, Easy?
0: Since we were talking about big man, uh, a lot has been talking about this this big free agency class is getting ready to come up. In my opinion, the best free agents uh coming out is AD. Now, my question to you is, what should AD do? this offseason, even though I pretty much know what you're going to say. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what should AD do? Uh, Yeah, man. So my man needs to do something, right? The Pelicans, although they started out looking promising, they're having problems, having issues. Not a team I want to tie my um, ship to for sure. So what should he do? You said – you already knew what I was going to say, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. He needs to go to the Lakers and join LeBron. <laughs> that's what he needs to do. That's what AD needs to do. If he wants to get a ring and he has an opportunity to get a for-sure ring, go out there to L.A., join LeBron James. And um, then there's that rumor that KD might be coming, which I hope doesn't happen. But, you know, that that's what I think he should do. If he really wants to win, uh, go out there. Play with uh play with LeBron, get those rings, um, you know, build that brand, do it big, help us LeBron fan, fan James fans out by uh, giving us hope that he will get another. Join the Lakers, man. That's what I think he should do. Um, what would be the smart thing? That is, or no, not the smart thing. That would be the smart thing. What would be the objective smart thing? Ah, uh, I don't know. It's hard to see <laughs> through my biased glasses. Uh <laughs> what, what what do you what do you what do you think, man? I mean, you think oh, he that. should there's a better team out
0: there? Um well a lot of talk has been between the Lakers and Boston.
1: Yeah, and yeah.
0: I don't think he should do neither one. Ooh. Don't go to LA and become this generation's Chris Boss, Kevin Love. Um uh, uh, don't do it, A.D. Uh, don't go to Boston and become another person caught up in the mix. What I think A.D. should do, I think he should do one of two things. He should stay in New Orleans or he should go home and have people come to him. Come mm. home to Chicago, You know, you come home to Chicago, they're going to have the money. It's a big market team. You can have people come here to play with you. Come build your brand, you know, in Chicago. You know, I think mm. you're the best. Uh, one of the best top, what, three, four in the league. Come home Mm. to Chicago, um, bring Chicago back. You know, that's what I think AD should do.
1: Now you know AD is a way better player than uh Bosh and Kevin Love. I'm not gonna say way better than Bosh.
0: A lot of people want to talk bad about Bosh. He's a way. He's a better defensive player than boss. I'm not gonna necessarily say offensive,
1: bro. In bro, <sighs> let me tell you, K. Anthony Davis is considered one of the top three best players in the NBA today. Arguably, top two best players in the NBA today. That's that's what he is. That's what it. That's what the, what it is on. Him. That's what the, That's what the word is. He's. You talk to anybody, top three best player in the NBA. Right. I don't think Chris Bosh was ever considered a top three. Chris definitely not a top three. top
0: three. No, maybe not top three, top two, but he was a top ten player in the league back. Was top, when-
1: yeah, definitely, definitely top ten. Oh yeah, 10 definitely.
0: definitely. And let's not sleep on Chris Bosch. He was a twenty-four and ten player. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, no, no, all oh, great, all oh, great. We like,
0: but make, make jokes, whatever. But Chris Bosh made a lot of big plays to help save Miami in those playoffs against the Spurs.
1: Oh, definitely not, definitely not knocking uh Chris oh, Bosch's contribution to those Bosch championships. Davis. No, not that. I'm just saying that Anthony Davis was considered a better player than Chris Bosh was at his height of being considered one of the best players.
0: Right. So when I'm not going to say way better because I think Chris Boss was a great player. But when we say go play with LeBron, play with LeCady and LeBron. My thing is all those those styles, how do they mix? Mm -hmm. So I don't see them mixing unless AD becomes a stretch five. Mm -hmm. Uh, My thing is, Anthony Davis, you are a top – you can argue a top – to top, you can argue him being a top player in the league. Yeah, outside, yeah. you know, we're going off talent, skills, body. You know, I mean, you can argue top player. So I yeah. believe as being one of the top players in the league, he should go home, and and I'm not saying this just for the simple fact it would like Chicago up or whatever. I just think he he should go home and create a buzz
1: for his hometown, and um and bring the Bulls back. That's what man. I hey, you know you're not biased because we started the whole show off saying that you hate Chicago teams. So this is definitely an objective. He he should call you up and he should get some advice. It can, he can trust it way more than the advice he would get from me. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I was in the man. I said, Hey man, you going out there to join LeBron, brother
0: yeah I think you you're that guy you you go to you go home and you have people come to you. That's what I think hmm. if you want to build that superstar team. Well, i think a d is a player where um he can be the only star and have people have different players surround him like you know Check I think a. d is a star that can win it win it by himself hmm. as, a, as a superstar well
1: by himself. By himself, nobody can win by themselves. Nobody. I mean, not, not not by themselves, but as a superstar. Talent. Oh, I got you. As being yeah. that main guy,
0: being um, that main guy as a superstar talent.
1: What What's interesting, man? Say that um, Anthony Davis does go out there to um, uh, LA, and um, Kevin Durant either stays and go to State or he also goes to the Lakers. You would have. Um, four of who many people consider the top four players in the league all in one division um, in the NBA. I know divisions don't mean anything, uh, the, but it does mean something to the teams within. And right. that specific division would have Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and Steph Curry all in one division. Right. Um, Sacramento Kings, I hate to say, you've been sucking for – A long time, and if that happens, you're gonna be sucking for a long time after because that would be devastating. I uh, you gotta look. You got the
0: Clippers and Sacramento's putting up a fight.
1: I mean, and Phoenix is out in there, yeah. So that's three uh, teams that bottom. No, boy,
0: that's
1: you know, that's what I'm getting at. Is um, no matter what fight they're putting up, you know, the reality of the situation is. Those teams, if all those players stay with those teams or go, or that one player goes to that one team, those three teams don't stand a chance. Like, in to get in, and, and really, I guess, what does divisions mean? But I don't know, maybe, maybe in NBA circles, they got some type of uh weird money club where they pass around money for people to win the divisions because. I I really don't know what divisions mean in NBA. Do Do you know what divisions mean in NBA, or it, because I mean, don't think like, you
0: play. You get an automatic playoff spot, don't you? If you win a division, is, is that it? still? Hmm. I don't know. I think I think you do get a playoff
1: spot if you win a division. Okay. I, it used to be home court. Because I I thought it was just strictly like one through eight, but I don't know. We uh we need to ask our um research department. Right, right, right. Memo to self, uh, ask research department to look up what the divisions mean in NBA. Second memo to self, hire research department. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Look at the time, bro. Uh let's let's go ahead, man, and let's uh let's shut it down, man. Yo, easy. We done come to the end of another great show, my friend. We've right. done it. Um that was awesome show. I hope the I hope you folks out there take time to uh reach out to us on all of our social media platforms. Again, look out for the YouTube channel. Um, once we get that all set up, I'm pretty sure y- we will be sharing the links to that right. where you can find past segments and um you know we might put up other gems up there uh as this thing progresses. But uh before we get out of here, uh, we want to give y'all what we are gonna be watching for this week. Uh easy, you wanna get us started, man? Yeah,
0: I'm gonna be looking for uh I'm be looking at my dark horse in the race, and that is the LA Clippers. Mm. Uh, I want to see: Are they for real, or, or, or is it just the moment? Um, mm. Can they be that defensive team that can kind of throw a wrench into what these offensive teams do? So
1: that's what I'm looking for: the LA Clippers. Oh. Ah, the Clippers, the Clippers. Okay. And you know um, what I'm going to be looking for this week, uh, outside of the Lakers trying to build a good team around LeBron, I'm going to be <laughs> looking at. Our former adopted team, the Denver Nuggets. I don't know. Okay. We might have to pick up, go refile the papers to adopt them again. Yeah. Um, they play the Raptors tonight, a team that, you know, is pretty good. So I like to see how they play against the Raptors. Um, you know, the (laughs) I want to see how they match up against them. If they can bounce back, make it, you know, if they can beat them. Are the Nuggets for real might be the question. And then the question, will they let us take them back? So that's it's what I'm going to be watching for. <laughs> you game, can come back home. You can come back home, definitely. We'll leave the kitchen door unlocked, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> this is a huge week for them. They got. Uh, this is a huge game uh, for them because, you know, then they play the Magic and the Hornets, and the Hawks, which should be some wins. So I'm definitely going to be watching tonight. And if they can pull off the win, I'm going to watch how they take care of business. And hopefully next week we can be talking about readoption. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad once again all y'all are listening to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, check take us sure out on it. social media. Um, easy, go ahead, tell the people what we tell them all the time.
0: All right, uh as a lamb chops as a lamb chop song plays in the back of my head, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. You know, me and A Love, we were two former class clowns back in the day. Now we two grown adults that uh we spit speak our opinions on the NBA uh games news and headlines. So uh thanks for listening. This is easy. This A Love is in the back of the class NBA podcast. Peace. Matt Jesse call me.